0: Hi, this is Gary Stocker. Welcome back to another podcast episode of This Week in College Viability. Today, we're gonna do another high-risk college assessment, and this is of LaSalle University in Pennsylvania. And we're doing this with data from 2014 through 2021, the most recently available data from the National Center for Education Statistics and its IPEDS database. And as you recall from a previous podcast, we're looking at private colleges throughout the United States who have had enrollment decreases over the last six reported years, and the range we're using for that is 2015 through 2020. When we take a look at LaSalle, there's there's not a lot to be looked at on the positive side. Their admission yield, which is a popularity indicator, is only at 10%. So only 10% of, this is in 2021, only 10% of the students accepted by LaSalle actually enrolled. And it's in a group of about nine other colleges, and it's Cedar Crest and Westminster, Haverford, Elizabethtown, Chatham, Grove City, Lafayette, Wilkes, and the University of Scranton are the others I grabbed as a sample set to compare. So they're all reasonably mid-range, mid-sized private colleges The enrollments from 2021 go from a little over 1,100 to a little over 4,000, so in the same general ballpark. The retention rate at LaSalle University is the lowest of this set, at 67% in 2021. The four-year graduation rate is marginally above my threshold of 50%. It's at 53%. I've seen a a lot worse than that. Interestingly though, their graduation, their four-year graduation rate has gone down about 3% over the last eight reported years. Another tidbit that I found interesting also was the six-year graduation rate was at 60%. And of the set of 10 colleges I pulled out of, private colleges, I pulled out of Philadelphia, that's the lowest. And again, the pattern is in the wrong direction. It's down seven percentage points over the last five or six years in terms of selectivity and that's a good and a bad but in terms of how selective LaSalle University is they admit 81% of students who apply that's not very selective at all but again many fall in that category the percent admitted has gone up just a little bit not quite 4% over the last set of years their endowment value their endowment value excuse me is at 80 million it's one of the things that falls in the not bad category. The threshold I use as a minimum for any college is 50 million, 50 million. And at 80 million, uh, that's better than many, but not great. Uh, Their eight year tuition and fee, one of the biggest indicators I think of a high risk college, in addition to decreasing enrollment uh, and the, the change at LaSalle is down almost 1,700 students over the last eight reported years, is looking at the tuition and fees. And of course, the tuition and fee revenue is going to be somewhat reflective of the enrollment. Tuition and fee revenue over the last eight years, from 2014 through 2021, was down almost $22 million. This was on a total 2021 revenue of about $72 million. The federal student loans for 2021 averaged about $6,700 dollars. It was second only to Cedar Crest. The others had slightly lower federal student amounts. Then we get to the factors that are kind of inside baseball numbers. But let's talk about the unfunded institutional grants. In 2021, LaSalle University provided not, just a little over $39 million in unfunded institutional grants. If you follow my podcast and social media posts, you'll know this is this is a fancy term for unfunded scholarships, also known as merit aid, also known as scholarships, sometimes they're called president scholarships, they are unfunded. There's no real cash behind them. And effectively, LaSalle University in 2021 chose not to accept a little over $39 million in revenue to get students to enroll. Of equal interest is their funded institutional grants. That were those grants, those scholarships, maybe even Merit Aid, that did have actual funds, actual money behind them, was just a little over a million dollars. And then finally, in that same category, the total discounts and allowances is $40 million in chain, very similar to what we saw to the unfunded institutional discounts. discounts and total student grants, the combination of funded, unfunded, and others, was a little over $50 million dollars. When we look at high-risk colleges, our focus now is on the Midwest and the Northeast. And we do these series of high-risk college profiles of, in colleges in both areas who have shown decreasing FTE enrollment over the last six to eight years. The factors are concerning, not just because they're bad numbers in, in almost all cases here for LaSalle, but it's common. I've got a list in front of me of scores and scores and scores of colleges who fit a similar profile to what we're looking at at LaSalle University. And in the coming weeks and months, I'll be sharing many of those with you through this podcast. If you have any particular particular college you'd like me to profile, uh, go ahead and respond to the link that I have in the description down below on this podcast, and I'll be glad to add that to the list. This is Gary Stocker with yet another episode of This Week in College Viability.